Yes, 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 people. Although it's Monday, we are bringing you Chin Check early this week because we've got a fight night on Wednesday. So today we're going to be breaking down UFC 251 and Submission Underground 16. So let's get into it, people. Here we go. Damn, well, Fight Island started off, whoa, <laughs> we had some, yeah, we had some great fights, we had knockouts, we had submissions, there's controversy, kind of had it all, really, you know, oh, but yeah, a lot of fun, Anik and Bisbin worked real well together, hey, yeah, I am looking forward to uh, what else happens, but yo, let's look back, alright, so the day, evening, what the event, let's just say, started off with Davy Grant v Martin Day, and this was an interesting bantamweight fight, right, so it all started off, and Grant came out, you know what I mean? Grant weren't messing. He came out. He was really looking to take the fight today. You know what I mean? And um, he was doing okay. You know what I mean? He was kicking, working away at that calf. He was hitting some nice body shots. And at first, they just... He didn't have his range. You know, he was firing things out, but he wasn't hitting... And, yeah, it, you were just wondering, oh, like, what's going to happen here? Like, how long ca- is it going to take Day to get into the fight? Will he have a chance if, great, you know what I mean, Grant continues to come with this fire? But then, man, you know what I mean? It, it, like, it all kind of went, there's Grant, he is super confident, he comes in, and Day lands a right hook, the, woo, put Grant down, like, Day follows up, but Grant is able to kind of tie him up, you know what I mean, on the ground, um, yeah, so no real damage was done, and they're back on their feet, Right, so, uh, yeah, then the rest of the round, man, you, you, like, it's so crazy what confidence can do to people, right? Because from that moment on, Day looked a completely different fighter. He was landing, he was putting things together, and I think you could see that Day had the speed advantage, right? So, uh, yeah. He was putting in work. Now, not to say that Grant was, you know, just doing nothing. He was still landing some good shots. Still landing some good shots. Um, And he got himself a takedown. He shot from far out. And you're kind of thinking, ah, he's not going to get that. But, yo, he gave that second push. He persevered, got the takedown. Um, and he was able to uh, get off a few shots just before the round ended, 
So it was definitely an interesting first round. Second round starts, and yeah, Day is working behind that jab real well, you know. Um, Grant ain't taking a step back, though, which is, yeah, real impressive, you know. He's not taking a step back. Um, he's trying to jumping knee a lot. And I think it landed a couple of times, but it also then a lot of times put him in a bad situation where they would like sidestep it. And as Grant's coming down, they connects with like a hook or, a you know, a jab or an overhand. So, yeah, it was getting a little dicey in that respect. Um Gray did land some, Grant even, <laughs> did land, uh, you know, some nice hooks, um, you know, but yeah, Day just continued, he was ripping to the body, he gets himself a takedown, and he was looking for some chokes, looking for some like guillotines and other head chokes, uh, he went for an armbar, and it looked close, right, um, but doesn't get it, he's able to then spin, get back on top, um, and they get back to, uh, to the feet, and, um, yeah, the, the second round was definitely a day round, and he, he looked fast, he looked sharp, he looked dominant, so we're going into the third, and who knows what the fuck this is? It could be one all, um, but good chance day is up by two. You know, so yeah, again they're both firing. They're both firing off shots. It's back and forth. You know what I mean? Um, Grant, he he landed some hooks, but then day he's just. Still working that crisp friggin' jab. Um, Daylands a body shot. Grant lands his own. Um, and yeah, Day is pushing forward. Uh, you know, because it looks like he, he might have hurt Grant, right? And he's got him on the back foot. As then days coming forward, Grant just uncorks a, a sharp jab, right hook, then a left hook that puts Day down and out. We're just like, yo, what the fuck just happened? That was crazy. And then the craziest thing was, so, you know, Grant sees Dana, goes over to Dana, and you just hear him say, yeah, he broke my jaw in the first round when he put me on my ass." So he fought basically three rounds with a broken jaw, and he was getting smacked in that jaw as well. So, god damn it, Davy Grant. What a friggin' performance. You gotta feel bad for Dave because he was looking really good. He was looking really good, but yo, that was all about Davy Grant, man. <laughs> oh man. I can't wait to see um what he does next, but 
how long is he going to be out with the broken jaw, you know? Okay, so we next had um, a women's bantamweight fight. Uh, Carl Rosa against Vanessa Mello. Now, Mello missed weight. You know, she um, ooh, she missed by six pounds, I think it was. So, this was a catch weight. Um, and the crazy thing is, so, you know, when you're looking at them, Rosa is the bigger fighter. Like, she's taller and everything like that. But Mello, like, her legs are Freaking huge That you're just like Yo I don't want to get a leg kick from her But you kind of feel that If she was disciplined She could maybe drop To uh, Flyweight You know what I mean um, But she is the smaller She's a smaller fighter So you, yeah it might That could possibly be a better situation for her But this fight Um yeah, it was basically all Rosa. Rosa kind of dominated this fight. She was using her range, um, firing out the jab, and then using the knee uh, when Mello was coming in. Mello, yeah, she, she couldn't get inside. Couldn't get inside. She was landing a few kicks and everything like that, but... Yeah, Rosa was able to basically just kind of work from range. Um, it was a little scrappy, you know what I mean? Was a little scrappy, ain't gonna lie. Uh, the technique was problematic in places like Rosa is very upright. You know, she was fighting real upright, but you know, Mellow being um with a shorter reach, couldn't make her pay for that, which was good, now Melo, like, she wanted to get inside, get her to the fence, possibly get takedowns, that, but, even in that situation, and with the, you know, extra size, but she missed weight, she couldn't really control Rosa on the fence, and Rosa was able to reverse the position, uh, every time they got there, Get she got herself a few takedowns. She had a takedown in the first round. Uh, she got another one in the second round. Now they're both black belts. I think they're black belts or maybe brown. Uh, I forget. But um, yeah. So Rosa was able to get off some ground and pound. She landed some elbows, but Mello was able to tie um things up. A lot of the time. Uh, so yeah. This was mainly fought on the feet. But uh, yeah. Rosa had it. You know. She uh, yeah won the fight. Pretty. I mean. Look. It, it's never easy right. But she didn't look like she was in trouble. At any point during this one. You know. So yeah, not a bad, not a bad outing for her. So we then moved to the men's flyweight division, and we had uh, Zagalas Zumagov making his UFC debut against Rulon Pavia. So with this one, like Pavia, 
man, he he came out looking pretty sharp, looking pretty sharp. He was um, really just pushing the action, stalking uh, Zumagov. You know, just landing some nice body kicks. Um, <clears throat> it was a real fast-paced first round. Uh, now, Zumagov, like, uh, uh, he was definitely trying to find his range at first. But uh, he did land some, you know, some nice hooks. Um he gets, you know, he was able to uh, get into the fight as time went on. Um, but you could see that he, he really wanted to get inside. That seemed to be his kind of game. At one point, he kind of, like, he gets a push, kind of takedown on Pavia. Um, but... Yeah, Pavia, you know, it was a push, so he's able to get kind of back up pretty, pretty quickly, um, and he gets his own takedown just before the end. So, I think the first round was Pavia's, you know, but second round was definitely a better one for Zumagov, um, you know, where he he's was pushing forward more. Putting Pavia on the back foot. Uh, but, you know, Pavia is still, you know, able to land knees. Um, and, you know, get some work in on Zumagov. But it, it was more, more of a scrappier fight the second. And Zumagov, you know, he gets another push takedown. So you can see, like, he's physically... You know, stronger than Pavia. And he, he was kind of exerting that kind of, you know, strength when they were inside and clinched up. Uh, now, Pavia, though, he was landing some good body shots. And um, he, you know, he, he was trying to push forward himself. But, yeah, it was... It was an interesting one, right? It was a definitely an interesting round. And you kind of could see that Zumagop was coming back into it. And Pavia was getting a little tired. So we're going into the third. It's probably all to play for. And we get some, uh, you know, some good exchanges with the kicks. And it's a lot of back and forth. Pavia, though, he's definitely... Looking to push forward more this fight. You know, he doesn't want to be on the back foot. You know, so we got a lot of that. And a lot of, hey, you land a body shot, I'm going to land a body shot. You know what I mean? It was, it was, it was one of those sorts of fights. Right? Um, yeah, so Zoom Off gets a takedown. Um, but... They're back on their feet pretty quickly. And then, yeah, it's just exchanging a lot of kicks, a lot of punches. It is close. You know, Zumov gets another takedown towards the end. Right? So, yeah, it was an interesting fight. 
right? It's a real interesting fight. It's getting a bit scrappy. But Pavia gets the nod. Which, you know, I, I, I it could have gone either way. It was just one of those. It was one of those. You did feel a bit bad for Zumagov, though. Uh, so, the main event of the early prelims was Marcin Tabora against Maxim Grisham. And um, what I didn't know going into this, Grisham usually fights a light heavy. And you could definitely see that. He was clearly the uh, smaller guy in there. And... Um, yeah, he 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 was trying to stick a move. He didn't really want to um, get tied up with Tabora, you know. He's using a um a lot of movement, a lot of movement, just trying to stick and move, and you can see that you know Tabora wants to get the takedown, get him against the fence, and get the takedown, and and he is you know towards. Midway of the fight, you can see Tabor is starting to be able to implement his game, right? And he he's using the fence, trying to get that takedown, landing some dirty boxing, some elbows and stuff like that. Now Grisham shows some real good balance. You know he's able to stay on his feet and avoid being put down in the first. But you can see that, um, you know, the, the grind is wearing on him. So, second round, um, yeah, Tabor, you know, he's pushing forward, landing kicks. Uh, Grisham is, he, he's really just trying to avoid, you know, he's not really engaging a lot. And... Yeah, it allows Tabor just to kind of march him down, um, get that clinch, and he he finally is able to get a takedown. So yeah, he he's you know just landing some elbows, just putting him work. Grisham is he's able to get back to the feet, but yeah, Tabor is just you know. On him, just working. It's just a pressure, you know, and it's clearly wearing Grisham down. So in the third round, you know, Tabora's just like, hey, it ain't broken. So he's just continuing with the pressure, the clinch game, you know, just using his weight to wear Grisham down. Um. He gets a real good lift, lift up, takedown, and he maneuvers Grisham away from the fence. So, you know, they're in space, allowing um, Tabora to do work. You know, he gets the mount, and he, yeah, he's just looking to get off some ground and pound. All right, Grisham is able to escape, gets back to the feet. Uh, and, um, yeah, you know, Tabora just continues to, um, work him, 
work him down, you know, just land and just grind him out, just grind him out, and so yeah, Tabora gets the win, not able to, you know, it didn't look like he was, you know, close to a stoppage or anything like that, um, it would, it would be interesting to see what Grisham can do at his, you know, optimum weight, uh, but, yeah, Tabora, you know, he gets another win, which is helpful for him, I'm not quite sure who he, who he would fight next, because he, you don't know if Tabora is, you know, ready for, like, a top five opponent, even a top ten could be problematic, um, maybe someone like, a Bozer, you know, that could be, uh, interesting, Tana Bozer fight, uh, if, um, yeah, if Bozer doesn't fight Morris Green, you know, but, hey, not a bad early prelims, gets us all warmed up, and, uh, yeah, we're heading into, um, you know, the prelim card, and we got some good fights on that one. So our first fight on the prelims, we've got Leonardo Santos against Roman Bogatov. And um, it's a lightweight fight. Looked pretty, looked like it'd be a fun one, you know. Uh, Bagatov was unbeaten and... Uh, yeah, he's making his UFC debut, so it was just like, oh, how is this one gonna go, and it does not start how, uh, yeah, anyone would want, really, because, uh, yeah, Bagatov, he slips, slips on the canvas, which a few people were doing, which was an odd one, right, and, um, yeah, so he slips, Santos, um, you know, he, he swarms, gets off a few shots before he can get back to his feet, and we just see, um, Santos, yo, he was working behind that jab so well, so well, man, it was, yeah, really impressive, um, but, you know, Bergatov was, you know, he was trying to do his thing, landed some good Body shots. Um, we we the fight was played with stop with stoppages though. So we had an eye poke in the first round. Um, when it restarted, uh, Bagatov, you know, he he was trying a few spinning attacks, but the problem was he'd go for a spinning attack, miss it. And Santos was just like, oh, I'm going to have that. And he'd try, you know, he'd go for the back. So he tries to take the back the first time. Um, not able to, uh, you know, get anything from it. But, you know what I mean? It, it, it's the pressure, right? So it's having Bagatov carry his weight. Like, he's getting off a few shots while doing it, you know what I mean, um, and yeah, 
So that was that. Uh, they're back into space, and you know they're throwing, they're exchanging. Um, Bugatov, you know, he's using his push kick whirl, but he's kind of using the toes, so it's really like digging into Santos's stomach. Uh, he goes for a, a, a takedown, um, can't get it. Goes for another spinning attack, and it so the round ends with um, Santos on Bagatov's back, trying to do work. So we go into the second round, and um, yeah, Bagatov, you know, he, he he's not dented, right? He he's still confident and he's pushing forward. Uh, Santos, though, he's hitting some heavy body shots. Heavy body shots, man. Uh, Bogatov, he, he goes for a takedown. But Santos, yeah, he's got good takedown defense. And we see some real good balance from him as well, which is just really impressive. Um, I think... Uh, they they clinch up and and Santos lands two huge knees, huge huge knees, one on the chin and you you can see that it stunned Bagatov, right? So Santos is just on him, you know, lands uh, some big hooks, hits another t- knee, head kick. Gets a takedown, and he's unloading. He's unloading. It like, do, I think you you are a little surprised the ref don't stop it because yes, yeah, Santos is throwing everything at Bagatov. Um, but problem is, you know, if you can't then finish the fight. There are problems. You know what I mean? There are problems. And um Yeah, he he can't. Right? So he sub like the crazy thing is Bogotov survives it. So he, he survives it, then he reverses the position. He reverses the position, and he's raining down blows on Santos, and Santos is, he is tired, so he's not, you know, he's not really able to do a lot, and he's trying to cover up, the ref is like saying, defend yourself and move, and he's trying, but he's so warm, and uh, luckily for Santos, the round ends. And we're just like, yo, how crazy was that one? So, we're into the third round. Santos is still tired. But luckily, um, Bugatov is tired as well. Right? So now, um, Bagatov, you know, he's tired, but he's still probably got more energy than Santos. And he is pushing forward. Pushing forward. Trying to um, get Santos out there. But as mentioned, right, this has 
hey, we, this fight had stopped, it. like, a lot of just restarts and issues, and Bogatov hit Santos with a low blow, right, so, um, yeah, they, they stopped the fight, and, hey, it's good for Santos, because he's just trying to use that full fight to get, you know, he's, he's, he's gas back, and also, yeah, I'm sure he's nuts hurt, <laughs> you know what I mean, um, so fight restarts, and Bagatov, like, he lands a spinning elbow, gets a takedown, um, and, um, yeah, Santos is, is, you know, he's able to survive, gets hit with another low blow, and you're just like, oh, damn, like, fuck, is the ref gonna take a point, like, I think it was Goddard, doesn't take a point, right, and you're just like, whoo, Bagatov is lucky, but you're wondering, like, how, how much wear is this taking on Santos, you know, uh, so fight restarts, and, yeah, um, Bagatov gets a takedown, right, and, he, he's trying to get Santos out there, Santos is trying to get up, but he's still on the ground, still on the ground, Bagatov gets up, and just hits him with a knee, and you're just like, what the fuck, like, as the knee hits him in the head, and you're just like, whoa, what the fuck does happen there? And it, it was just insane. Because Santos is so clearly down. So clearly down. And you're looking at it and just thinking, is that fight even going to go on? What is happening? And, yo, Goddard takes two points. Two points off of Bugatov. Which, like... Yeah, you know, think about it, it is kind of fair, because he, he did two low blows, and then an illegal knee, it's like, shit, but Santos, hey, he doesn't take the easy route out, because he, he could have just gone, nah, I can't, can't, and he would have won the fight, disqualification, but he continues, and he doesn't look great, you know what I mean, he doesn't look great, and Bogatov is, yo, he is really pushing forward, trying to, uh, you know, land something to get Santos out of there, but, yeah, can't, and, uh, yeah, luckily, the, the fight ends, Santos gets to see the end, and he takes the unanimous win, which, you know, yeah, yeah, like, with losing that, you know, those points, yeah, like, you just couldn't see Bergatov winning, and especially because Santos won the first round. Definitely won the first round. So, uh, yeah. Santos is able to survive and, uh, yeah, win the fight. So, next up, 
we had an interesting uh an interesting one right um we've got um Maquan Amirakani against Danny Henry and so this fight was a uh, a featherweight matchup 145 and uh yeah, it was a you know it was definitely an interesting like Henry had been out for a while with injuries, um, and Americani you know he had uh, probably yeah more recent fights, but a hey, definitely a tough fight here. So yeah, it was an interesting thing to to see, and it was yo this was a quick one. It was a quick one. So, Henry, you know, he comes out. He's pushing forward. He's throwing some quick hands. He uh, he is looking a little sloppy. Is looking a little sloppy. Uh, you know, Amirakami, he's showing some good movement. Henry lands a, a good body kick. Uh, Amirakami comes with a flying knee. Um, hits it. He then's able to get a takedown. And yo, in the takedown, you know what I mean? He's attacking Henry. Like he, he's going uh hmm. I forget the choke he was trying for at first. But he he then kind of transitions into an anaconda. And Henry is fighting it. You know what I mean? He, he, he's fighting the choke. And it looks like he's doing okay. But then the ref comes and just, like, picks up his arm. And Henry is out. It was so quick. It was crazy. Because he's literally fighting the hold. Fighting the hold. And then, boom. It is done. So, uh... Yeah, <laughs> great win for Amirakani. And, um, you know, not the return Henry was looking for. So we then go to the welterweight division. And we've got um, Azil Zaleski against um, Muslim Salakov. So we've got Caparera against the master of Kung Fu, and, yo, this was a fun-ass fight, this really was a fun-ass fight, just, all three rounds were just so back and forth, we had a lot of real high-level kicking, real high-level kicking, now, um, Zaleski, he he you know he was sharp with the hands and had some good kicks now but Salahov he's spinning attacks just so pinpoint pinpoint and just oh man he he was able to generate so much power with all of them they were all extremely technical because Zaleski, he um threw a few spinning um you know kicks as well and they would land but they wouldn't land at the uh 
the optimum point. So sometimes his leg wasn't able to get fully extended or, um, you know, it, 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 it would kind of graze off Zaleski, um, sorry, Salahov. So, yeah, they were landing, but just not as, well, not as put together as um, Salahov's spinning kicks. But, yeah, they, this was very back and forth, you know, um, and they were both, you know, just, it was a lot of exchanges, you know, someone would land a body kick, the other would, uh, it was one of those fights, Zaleski's able to get a takedown in the first round, um, and kind of, you know, do his thing from there, but, from that point on, like, Salahov was, you know, he just showed really good defence, really good defence, and he's able just to, you know, work and do his thing standing, um, look, I, this was a super close fight, super close fight, it was back and forth, I did think Zaleski just had it, but it's razor thin, razor thin, um, and in the end, it's a split decision that goes to Salahov, you know, but, man, it was a fun-ass fight, for sure, real good fight, uh, so, we then jumped to the light heavyweight division, and we got Vulcan Uzumir against Jari... Prokahaka, Proka, Prokahazka, man, that might be it, you know, and he's making his UFC debut, so he, he was formerly fighting with Risen, and he was their, uh, like, heavyweight champion, so, you knew this could, this could be something, both had knockout power, so, yeah, it was gonna be a fun one, right? This ended up being a really entertaining fight, but weird as hell. Now, um, I'm just gonna say Jiri because, you know, I, I'm gonna butcher that surname, right? So, he has such a weird style. It, it was kind of like, is he drunk? Like, what's happening there? What's going down? You know what I mean? Uh, he, he, his hands are down, right? Hands are down, but he's fast. And he's pumping out the jab well, you know. And, and, and he's doing that, and he's taunting. He's taunting Uzumir. And you're just like, oh, oh, this might not be good. Uh, and, and you can see, like, Uzumir's landing. Uzumir gets in some shots. You know what I mean? He gets in some shots, right? A nice, like, uh, right that stumbles Jury at one point in the first. But he's hitting, and he's hitting cleanly. But Jury's just eating them, eating them, and then just talking some shit to him. And you could see it is frustrating the shit out of Uzumir. And he's just like, yo, what's... What's happening? I don't understand. 
And the, like, but through all of this, Jerry is landing some good shots. Like, he hit some good leg kicks, an uppercut. Yo, and he's hurting Uzumir, right? Hurting Uzumir. So, it is bizarre. But you're thinking, with all the success Jury is having, like, with his crazy-ass style and antics, you're like, yo, this could go real bad. You know what I mean? This could go real bad. Right? But, yeah, we, we finished with the first round, and it's back and forth. Like, Jiri is definitely having the better of the action, you know? But it, you're just like, I don't know how this is going to end. <laughs> I really don't, you know? Uh, so we go into the second round, and God damn it. It, it was just, it was crazy. Jury. He he hits a stiff jab, right? Hits a stiff jab, follows up with a head kick, and you could see Uzumir is stunned. From there, hits a jab, a right hook, and Uzumir is out. You're like, yo, what the fuck? Just happened. It was crazy. It was so fucking crazy. And the thing was, right? So when he's talking to Anik at the end, right? He, he like, I think you definitely see he's just like, yeah, you know, I was having fun. I was having a lot of fun, but I, I might not want to do that <laughs> next time. Uh, but yeah, I I cannot wait to see what he can do in there. Does you yo the power he's got? Woo, could be some trouble. Could definitely be some trouble. But he he definitely can't do those antics against someone like Tiago Santos, um, or uh, fuck. The dude that last fought John Jones and his name that I just cannot remember. But yeah, but it, it's gonna be interesting. But that was the perfect fight to bring us into the main frigging card, people. Oh, and goddamn, had some fun ass fights on that one too. Okay, so the main card starts off with Amanda Rebus against Paige Van Sant. And I think the interesting thing about this fight, well, firstly, Rebus is stepping up. You know, she's usually a straw rate, but she's stepped up to um, fly away. Then, this is Paige's last fight on a current contract. Right, so she's talking about testing free agency. So we have all of this going in. So she needs a big fight, you know. Rebass wants to keep that win streak going, so she can get you know close to a title shot. So it's all to play for, man. And it starts off. So Rebass comes out and she's stalking Paige, you know. And Paige, you know, she's a bigger fighter. You can see it out there. But Rebass, hey, she doesn't give a fuck. She's stalking her. Lands a couple of nice jabs into clinch. Right? 
gets her up against the fence, hits her a couple of knees to the body, then boom, hip toss. Right, so she's got now got like um a kind of like a bulldog uh you know grip on um Paige's head and she's just cranking it. Just crank it's like it's not a sub, but it's probably just super uncomfortable and she's cranking that head. But it's just like, oh, what's gonna go first, right? Are your arms gonna give up? Or like it, it because Paige probably ain't gonna slip but she, is her head gonna slip out, right? And i and I kind of feel that like Paige's head started to slip. So you think, oh fuck and if Paige slips out, she's basically got Rebass's back. But no, because Rebass, boom, she just there's a slick little step over, right? So she steps over the back and then throws her leg around for the arm bar. And she just cranks that arm and it's done. It was that fast. Such a slick performance from Amanda Rebass. And yo. I don't even think she got touched. You know what I mean? I don't think Paige hit her. It it was a flawless performance, man. It really was. Crazy impressive. Right? So, yeah. That was fun. And you're thinking, whoo, how do you beat that, right? So then we go to the rematch. Right, and this is the fight we've been looking forward to. It's uh, Jessica Andrade against Rose Namanunes. And, hey, if you remember the first fight, Rose was clearly winning that fight. And until she got slammed on her head and knocked out. Right, so it's just like, oh, what's going to happen in a rematch? You know what I mean? How's that going to go? That's the big question, right? So it's just like, ooh, let us see. So I think the interesting thing with this fight, and I think the thing that really sets it apart was Rose's movement, right? Now, this was not the first fight, for sure, because Andrade, she is moving a whole lot more. And one thing that we, you know, we definitely didn't see in a fight against Whaley was um, head movement. She is just really, really good on the head movement, which kind of is, is helping her get inside. But, yeah, it's Rose. Like, Andrade is moving well, but Rose just moves so well. And she's just using that jab and body kicks. Super impressive, man. Super impressive. You know, because I think, you know, Rose doesn't have knockout power. But it's the volume in which she throws. You know, it's that Diaz style. You know, because she's just throwing at such a volume. And her kicks, they're not really telegraphed. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't really telegraph those kicks, which is a huge advantage, you must think. Right, so we've got that, which is great, you know. But 
with Andrade's renewed movement, she's able to get inside a lot better this time around. And she's landing. She does land some good shots. You know what I mean? She, she hits some, some, like, you know, nice, like, overhands and that kind of thing. But first round, definitely it's Rose. And the second, but the second, you know, Andrade does even better in the second. Now we're going into the third. Rose should be up by two, right? Um, but the one thing in the third, because Andrade hits Rose, hits her van, and you think, oh, Rose is a bit stunned. You know what I mean? Um, but. You know what I mean? Like, because Andrade gets a takedown from that. But, you know, Rose, it's like she gets her senses back pretty much straight away, but she goes for an armbar. Goes for an armbar, right? Um, Andrade is able to uh, escape that. But Rose gets up, hits a nice one, two. Andrade, you know, she's pressing forward. Um, gets another takedown, um, yeah, Rose is, is able to, uh, reverse it, Andrade reverses it, you know, it, you know, Rose does again, they're back on their feet, it, it's just high-paced, it's crazy, but I think the fact that Rose you know, she threw in takedowns, it's her movement and everything, that just enabled her to keep that edge in the fight, you know what I mean, she's able to keep the edge and, um, yeah, get the win, but, ooh, had a, uh, you know, she had a big mouse under her eye, but, you know, for someone that's not packing that knockout power, she marked the fuck out of, um, Andrade too, man, it was a fun-ass fight, it was definitely a fun fight, and, uh, yeah, Rose gets the, uh, gets the win, you know what I mean, it was definitely, first two fights on the, on the main card, uh, what we wanted, definitely what we wanted, now we get into our triple header title fights, Peter Yan against Jose Aldo for the vacant bantamweight bell and can Aldo get back to the old form? Yo, know, can he challenge Yan, who's the younger, you know, younger, possibly stronger fighter? What's gonna happen? Yo, know, that's the big questions, right? And I gotta say, I kind of feel this fight. It was definitely one of two halves. Definitely one on two halves. Because, yo, the first three rounds, super frigging close. Super frigging close. And we got Aldo throwing leg kicks again. Jeremy, that was the crazy big thing here. Aldo is throwing leg kicks again, and good leg kicks, like, 
real good, like one leg kick, kind of, um, you know, spins Yan around, we're just like, fuck, okay, what's gonna happen here, because when that happened, I got, you know what I mean, ain't gonna lie, I was just like, fuck, how do I could win this fight, damn, and that's what we're getting, we, like, now, there was some crazy moments, like, at the end of the first round, Aldo takes, you know, he hits a takedown, gets it, and we're like, ooh, nice, and they scramble, Yang gets up, but Aldo stays down, and it's a bit like, wait, what, because there, there was room, you know, they weren't in the scramble, like, Yang, he gets up and he's backed off, but yeah, Aldo stayed down, so he's like, oh, okay, because he's not making a move to get up, so obviously, Yang's like, you know what I mean, all right, you don't have to ask me twice, and he goes in, and he hits a body, like, to the body, which, oh, you could see that hurt Aldo, and so, yeah, then, you know, Yan's just raining down big shots, and it's like, oh, fuck, damn, you know, and because there wasn't much time left, you're thinking, all right, it's not going to get stopped, but this ain't good, you know, and it also, from a round that you kind of feel Aldo's winning, because of the end, what's, you know, how the judge is going to score it, but we go into the second, and yeah, Aldo's back, doesn't, he, he doesn't seem hurt, and he's, you know, doing his thing again, so, you know what I mean, the first three rounds are like that, and it's super close, like, super close, you know what I mean, like, the third round finishes with Aldo landing a spinning elbow, and we're like, oh my gosh, this is crazy, so we're in the fourth round, and now we are seeing a different fight, Aldo, he's just slowed right down, slowed right down, and Yan is, you know, he hasn't, so now Yan's getting first of the punches, he's landing well, and, um, yeah, Aldo just doesn't seem to have anything for him, but, you know, he gets through the fourth, and we're thinking, okay, maybe he's getting his wind, let's see what happens in the fifth, and the fifth round, Yo, Yan just, he's unleashing on Aldo, he's unleashing on Aldo, comes out fast, right, and, um, yeah, he, he, he gets Aldo down, you know, lands it like, so, you know, because he, he's landing some big shots, big shots, so, Yan's on top, and he is dropping serious ground and pound, like, serious ground and pound, and the ref is like, yo, I need, I need you to move, I need you to do something, and I think we probably got a minute and a half of Yan just 
unloading on Aldo. And Aldo just does nothing. Does nothing. And the, so the thing is, right, I can see kind of why the ref didn't stop it. Because every time he was getting close, he's just like, Aldo, I need you to move. Aldo moves. Right, he, he manages to change position. But, although he's changing position slightly and, you know, he he's not really doing anything else to defend himself. It, he's just a punching bag now. And it's kind of brutal. Uh, but, but, yeah, uh, the, after, after about a minute and a half, ref thankfully stops the fight. And we got a, uh, a new champ got a new champ, and now, it's like, who gets a challenge, because rightfully, you kind of feel it should be Aljamain Sterling, right, but who the fuck knows, because there are other people that could, you know, Cody could, um, Marais could, like, there's definitely some other people up in that mix, but it should be Aljo, so we will see, we will definitely see, but yeah, can't wait, because, you know, whoever it is, there is a stack of crazy interesting fights coming in that division, you know what I mean, that champion is gonna be busy for a good ass while, so now we go to the uh, flight feather uh, featherweight, yeah, hundred forty-five featherweight division, and we have got the rematch: Alexander Volkanovski, Max Holloway two, and you know it was interesting leading up to this one because Max, you know. He's saying his training was compromised because Hawaii was locked down. Volkanovski was able to get a bubble situation. So his training was fine. But it was just like, you know, so how's this going to play out? You know? Now, Volkanovski's thinking that Max hasn't probably made the adjustments. So it's just like, oh, what the fuck's going to happen? Now, straight away. We can see Max is checking kicks more. He's checking the kicks more. And he he's utilising a lot of different movement. A lot of lateral movement. A lot of forward movement. So, it's a different game. It is a different game. And Max is looking sharp. Yo, they're exchanging. They're going at it. It is... Whew, we got a good ass pace, and it's just man, it's interesting as fuck. But you're kind of thinking, yo, Max is getting the better of this. He's having the better of the action. He's landing, he's landing first a lot of the time. And towards the end of the round, he puts Volkanovski down with a head kick. So we're like, oh fuck. Second round, it's more of the same, more of the same, and Holloway puts Volkanovski down again towards the end with an uppercut, you know, 
Like, both knockdowns, Volkanovski is, is able to get up pretty quickly. But he's gone down. So you're like, oh, those rounds are definitely maxes. So we get to the third round. And the third round... Third round, Volkanovski is getting... Um, he has a better chance. I mean, he's doing a lot better in this one. Um... He's shooting for the takedown a lot more, you know, but yeah, Max is, he's landing a lot, Max is landing a lot, moving a lot, so uh, the third round is super close, the third round is a lot closer, right, but you kind of feel like, I don't know, I kind of felt Max won the third, so we're going into the fourth round, and you're just like, yo, what's gonna happen here? Um, so, yeah, Max, he opens up with, like, a spinning back kick, you know what I mean, it's just like, oh, shit, it's gonna be like this, right, um, now, Volkanovski, he's able to get in a lot more, he's able to get in a lot more, um, and he gets a takedown, you know, gets a takedown, he possibly stumbles Max, with a leg kick, you know, like, Volkanovski had a better round, you know, Max threw in a capoeira kick, uh, towards the end, it's one of those, you know, it's, we're just seeing a lot of action, and to be honest, the pace hasn't really slowed, right, so, man, it's just interesting as fuck, it is Nowhere near the first fight Yo, this is Max has come with a completely different game And the thing is Yo, without the sparring Yo, possibly Max is fresher Yo, and that's something Bisbin said about his fight Against Rockhold No sparring, so he was a lot fresher coming in and, yeah, it does seem that way with Max, because he's looking so sharp and good. Uh, but you think, all right, Volkanovski with the takedown and everything, he probably won the fourth. Right, so we go into the fifth round. And fifth round, again, we got, you know, this is, oh, it's a good round. You know, Volk is, um, you know, he, he's really trying to come with the pressure. He's Putting everything behind all of his shots. He's throwing, but Max, he's avoiding a lot of them. You know, he's hitting with the jab, he's hitting with the kicks. Yo, it's just back and forth. Back and forth. And Volkanovski, he gets a takedown um, real close to the end. Right, Max gets up. And then Volkanovski is able to um, get another one at the buzzer. So you're just like, ooh, those two takedowns probably give Volkanovski the round, right? But I figured Max was up, um, Max was up by two, by three. But goes to the judges, they give it to Volkanovski. And it's just like, hmm, 
interesting. Now, you can't call it a robbery because it is a close fight, right? But I, I think one judge scores it and you kind of feel, wait, how many rounds did you give to Max? Because he clearly, like, even if you're concerned about the foot, he clearly won the first two. Yo, it, 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 yeah, I don't know. I thought Max won, right? I thought Max won. And the problem is we can't get a third fight. Well, definitely not straight away. And you're like, mm, what's Max got to do to get a, a third fight? You know what I mean? So, uh, it'll be interesting. It'll definitely be interesting to see what happens. But, yeah. It is one of these situations where you're kind of like, we need to sort out the judging, man. You know what I mean? We need to completely reform this fucking judging system. Visits, yeah. It, it, it raises problems. It raises questions. You know what I mean? But now we're into the welterweight championship fight, the main event. We got Kamar Usman, the nightmare, against Gamebred himself. I mean, Jose, Jorge Masaval. Six days notice. How the fuck is this going to go? You know what I mean? Like, how the fuck is this gonna go? So the fight starts, and um, Usman, I'm um, sorry, Mazaval is um, using like fast kicks, and you're just like, yeah, okay, that's, yeah, that makes sense. That's what he needs to do, right? Um, but kicks again. Uh, Usman catches a kick and uses it to take Mazaval down. Um, he hits an elbow, but Mazaval, like, he ties things up, ties things up, uh, and then he, he, he does a great job of using his eggs, so legs, so he gets butterfly and pushes Usman off, and then he's using his his legs to um up kick, keep Usman at bay, so he can stand up. Right, so now he's um, you know, again he he's moving well, he's um throwing out kicks, using fast hands. Like, Masvidal is doing all the right things here. Usman gets inside, gets a clinch, trying to get a takedown. But, yo, Masvidal showing great defense. Um, on the break, lands a great elbow. And just like, shit, Masvidal is fighting a great fight. Yo, it's a good, real fast pace, right? Um... But you can see what Usman wants to do. You know what I mean? He's coming forward. And you can see Usman is definitely the bigger dude in there. Right? But he, he, he's coming forward. And he's trying to get the clinch. Trying to get Masavel up against the fence. 
so he can dirty box, get him down and grind. Yo, and like although he can't get a takedown, you're just thinking, all right, with someone that possibly hasn't had a full camp, you know, like using this kind of style, you're you're gonna wear on them. You're going to wear on their gas tank. And especially having to fight off the takedown attempts and all of that. So, um, you know, we go into the second round. And you can see that Masvidal is... He's feeling the pace, right? So we've got a slower fight. And Usman's able to get Masvidal down. Right? Able to get him down. And... Yeah, that was in the fight, really. Usman just, you know, walking Masvidal down, getting him up against the fence, clinching, just like in the clinch using shoulders, foot stamps, but just being heavy, being heavy on him. Um, pressuring him, just doing anything he can to drain and sap Masvidal's energy. And, uh, yeah, he gets some takedowns, he lands ground and pound. It's nothing's like, concussive about the ground and pound. He gets some elbows off, but, like, the damage come really comes from a couple of accidental head clashes. They're the things that kind of really cut um, Masdavar open, right? So it's just that. And yeah, he, you know, he employs a great game. I mean, you, you can't knock Usman for the game he implemented because it works, right? You wear on your opponent, you drain them, you take them down. You utilize your superior wrestling. And that's what he did. Right? So it's smart. And still. You know? And still. Now the thing is. How many fights before Masvidal can get back to this position? You know? If he can get. Does one big win get him there? Two big wins? Like, what's it going to be? Because I think this is definitely going to be a different fight if Masvidal has a, a proper full camp, you know? But, hey, maybe he doesn't win, but it will definitely be a different fight, you know? But it, it was interesting. Was it, especially the first round, you know? But, yeah, hats off to Usman, man. But, oh, this was a fun friggin' event. Definitely enjoyed it. You know what I mean? So, the award of the night, performance of the night, goes to Davy Grant for his knockout of Martin Day. Um, Jiri Prakozaka for his knockout of Vulcan Uzumir. And the fight of the night goes to Jessica Andrade, Rose Nana Nunes. And, yeah, you know, they, like, you can't knock those fights. You know, you can definitely feel, think that, um, 
Amanda Rebus kind of, you know, she could have been up in there for an award. Um, you know, Maquan Amirakani, he got that slick das. So there's a few um fights you think mm, maybe them, but yeah, you know, a good selection uh on the awards. But yeah. Now we um we go for Wednesday people. Dan Ige against Calvin Cater. Damn, I cannot wait for that one. Okay, so Oh man, coming off that, you know, I mean, UFC 251 high and just, you know, needing something else to keep the buzz going. Luckily, Chael brought us another submission underground, and this was going to be a fun event. You know, what I mean, like the winner of the last uh, sub tournament, Mason Fowler. Going up against Craig Jones, what's gonna happen? And on top of that, yo, the fights in that main card. You know what I mean? Boogie against Casey. You got um friggin' Micah against uh well it was meant to be against Ellenberger, but it's against Egley, so still good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it was just a friggin' fight, people. This was fun. And, um, yo, it started with the prelims. Prelims were lit. So we, the first one was, um, you know, Nick Maximoff, who's a, you know, a Diaz Academy protege against Colton Vaughn. And um, this fight, so, you know, Charles telling us that um, Maximoff is just like, ah, I hate the overtime. Why can't it just be a longer fight? And I've been saying that five minutes. It's fun, but ah, if only we could at least get ten. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so this was um, this was a you know an interesting fight. Like uh, Vaughn, you know, he had. Top position for most of the fight. Like Maximoff, he he tried for a Kimura at um at one point, but yeah, just couldn't couldn't grab it. And they were kind of jockeying, you know, trying to get the up in what they were working. So then, man, we we get like thirteen seconds left. 13 seconds left, and, um, you know, there's a transition, right, transition, and, um, Maximoff is able to get up, he, Vaughn goes down, go, uh, sorry, it was 40, it was 30 seconds left when the transition happened, and, yeah, so then Vaughn goes down to the mat, and you're like, okay, interesting. And you're kind of thinking, well, it's probably not enough time to, you know, to implement anything here. And, um, yeah, Maximoff, he's, he's just working, working. And he is able to get in on the leg. Boom. 
gets the tap with 13 seconds left. It was, yo, that was a lot of fun. And he did what he said he was going to do. I mean, finished it before time. So our next fight, which was um, Canelia Kanui against Josh Bolin. Um, And, um, yeah, Bolin came out attacking. Came out attacking, man. Kanui was able to get a reverse... Then, um, yeah, then we just had this fast pace, like, chess game. You know, like, they're just going back and forth, trying to do their thing. And it was so much fun. It was so much fun, you know. Um, Now, first lot of overtime, and, um, yeah, Brolin had Kaluin, but... Yeah, Kanuni was able to escape super quick. He uh, so then he elects to go for the the back, and um, gets that body triangle straight away, and uh, yeah, was working working, got that rear naked, boom, and it's over. So uh, yeah, that was fun. That was fun, and Kanuni looked super slick. Super slick. So the next fight was Andrew uh, Gondlak against uh, Mike DeWick. And another really fun fight, right? Um, There was a lot of back and forth. I mean, a lot of back and forth. Now, um, yeah, so DeWick was able to reverse... To take down, you know, because hey, Gundalok, you know, he he got a nice little um, you know, trip, but yeah, Dewitt was able to use his momentum and end up on top, which was hey, it was nice, right? Um, he then moves into mount, which is super, just the way he did it, super slick, right? Gundalok, um. Is able to get get top position, right? He gets top, and the Dewitt was fighting it. Nearly gets an armbar. Nearly gets an armbar, but Dewitt escapes and jumps on the back so fast. You're just like, God damn it, man! But yo, it it was it was just time. You know, just time. So he wasn't able to do much with it. And you kind of were looking, just thinking, damn, if there was a, you know, a couple of minutes longer left, could he have got the choke? Who knows? But yeah, it it went to the overtime and um, do it, just escaped super quick. He escapes and yeah, just wrapped Broly, you know, hit a uh, Gunda look up and got that uh, rear naked. Uh, so yeah, that was a fun fight, man. That was a fun fight. Um, so then we had Logan Skinner against Jess Brooke. Um, yeah, 
This was another one went, that went to overtime. Um, but I think with this fight, like straight out the gate, Brooke was just... I mean, he, he, he was on one. <laughs> he, he, he was showing his dominance here. You know, he gets the early takedown from a nice single leg. And... Um, yeah, just basically controlled it from the top. Controlled it from the top. But Skinner, you know what I mean? Skinner was just playing a good guard game. Wasn't letting him, you know, implement anything. He was countering everything that uh, Brooke was trying to do. Um, and so it goes to overtime, right? And... Skinner got great ride time, yo, Skinner got great ride time at first, um, and so when it went to, um, Brooke, Skinner, yeah, he, he tried to, um, he tried to fight, right, he tried to fight, uh, not able to, right, and, um, it was just a, a slick arm bar. And at first, you, because you think that Skinner was getting out. It looked like he, he was making the moves to... But yeah, Brooke just a little kind of mover position. And uh, yeah, Skinner had to tap in the end. And it did look like maybe he was in it a bit too long. Um... Because he was holding his arm, and He was holding his arm, and... Uh, you never want to see that. You know what I mean? Um, so then we had Lee Flores against Alex Lamy. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, this fight. Whoa. Super fast-paced. Super fast-paced. It was just like, you know, Lamy pulls guard and he's just attacking from the bottom. You know what I mean? Just attacking, throwing those legs up, you know, using that 10th planet dexterity, trying to, you know, trying to do something. Just relentless with, um, you know, those attacks from the bottom. Now, Flores. And you know, Flores weren't no joke, right? He he tried for um a leg lock at one point, um, not able to get it, but gets back on top, and uh, yeah, it it was just, you know, he he was using this nice little move of just changing his weight, changing his position to try and pass. But yeah, Lamy, that dexterity kept, kept, uh, you know, kept Flores in place, really. Um, and then it went to the overtime, right? And, yo, this went to the full three. The full three. And the first time, yo, Lamy, boom, great ride time. Real great ride time. He the second time around he went for the spider web, 
tried to do the armbar, but yo, Flores was cool. He was slick on that escape, you know. And so we're in our in in the in the third slot, in the third slot, and uh, yeah, Lamy, he uh, he he escapes, and Flores, he tried everything. Everything to hold Lamy in place Just couldn't Couldn't And uh, yeah Lamy escapes and um, Wins it on ride time man But you know, that was A really fun fight And so our um, You know Our prelims ended With Andy Verla Verla I think it's Verla Against Hunter Colvin um, and both were in the tournament last time out, so it's just like, ooh, how, because, you know, they didn't match up, but it's like, how's it gonna go, right, and, oh, man, this was a good fight, you know, it's just all about the transitions here, all about the transitions, like, Colvin was, um, you know, he used a nice little arm drag from bottom to get on top, right? And then Vala, hey, he he was, you know, he was utilizing the butterfly, using the butterfly real well, keeping Colvin off balance so he couldn't. Get into side control or anything like that. Then he just boom, a quick little maneuver, elevated. He's on top. It was, it was nice. It was nice. Like Vala tried for a um a guillotine, but yeah, Colvin wasn't gonna let that go. Colvin utilizes a Kamora to get a nice little sweep, and. Yo, so it was just so back and forth like that, and uh, but I think it was like just under thirty seconds left in the fight. Colvin is able to grab a dust choke, and Vala was trying to hold the leg to um, counter it, but yo had to tap, man, had to tap. This a lot of fun. A lot of fun and a, a good little, you know, a good little fight to get us into that main card of things. Okay, and so the main card started, and mm, like it wasn't really split up like that, but you know, the last four was the main card, so that's how we're rolling it. Uh, so we had Micah Breakfield against Ben Eagley. And <laughs> my days. So it went to overtime. But people, this this match, it was like Spider-Man fighting his doppelganger. Another Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Like the original Ultimate Spider-Man Against 616 Spider-Man As it may be You know It was a fun friggin fight man Oh gosh It was like one guy Would um, 
get get a nice move. Then the other one was like, you know what? Boom. And the time you're kind of looking and working, what the fuck? It'd be like, yo, so he's got the the other guy's halfway out. In the in the midst of trying, uh, you know what I mean, transitioning to his own shit. It was one of those ones, right? So it's just super, super high pace and just super high level. Just like, man, so slick, super slick, super skillful. It it, it couldn't have been any funner. Yo, it really couldn't have been any funner, man. Um, so yeah, it it ends up going to overtime, right? And um, ah, you know, it it it's like Breakfield, man. He he was like, uh, you know, he had f- basically full riding time. In his outing And it was looking good It was looking good And um, Igle So he went with uh, The rear naked As well Um, And Yeah It was just so fast Like You know It was so And he didn't have Um the uh, the body triangle at first, so you're thinking, all right, so uh, yeah, Breakfield should be able to, but it was just like boom, boom. It was it got underneath the chin real quick, and boom, that was it. It was done, and you're like, yo, crazy. Okay, so yeah, that was a lot of fun, and you're like, all right. <laughs> What next? Hey, I tell you what next. He had Kevin King Casey against the boogeyman himself, Richie Martinez. So, hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so this fight, it went to uh, double overtime. Double overtime. And you know, in 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 the in the first bit, so Casey gets a trip takedown early. Trip date down early, and he's using like you know what I mean because he's he's a big dude, old Casey, and he's using all that weight to get some top pressure. But so this is the thing: he's not really looking for anything because it's that tenth planet dexterity again. It's a boogie so fucking flick like. He was doing this thing with his, you know what I mean, with his leg and just bending the leg and then grabbing it with his, and just like, how the fuck are you doing that, Richie, man? That, like, how does that, like, my, I swear my leg don't do that. I think I'd snap it off at the knee if I tried that shit. Yo, so, Casey couldn't do anything because the moment he moved, Richie would have exploded, right, so we go to uh, overtime, we go to overtime, and um, the first one, so Richie goes first, and, like, he, he, uh, he escapes, 
And, you know, I think he... It wasn't too long. You know, he, I think he might have escaped, like, in a minute, maybe. Um, and so that was decent. Now, Casey, on his turn, he escaped quick. He escaped real quick. And you're like, okay, all right, this is interesting. Okay. So then, um, you know, the second time around, uh, you know, Richie, um, he escaped the armbar. Yeah, he escaped the armbar. And you're like, all right, that's cool. That's cool. And he utilized the the legs well in being able to do that. Because you think Casey's strength, the armbar, like going spiderweb is definitely a good look. Right? But uh, yeah, Richie was able to utilize the legs and escape. Um, now, when he had Casey, right? So he goes for the um, spiderweb himself. And you might think, hmm, maybe the back is a better look. You know, with the length and the dexterity and all of that. But, yo, so he took the arm. And the interesting thing, because, like, it was all about grip, right? It's all about grip. And so Casey, you know, he was moving. And you're thinking, oh, is he escaping? But what it was, Richie was able to um, get the tap. With just a, a sneaky kind of positioning Because it, he didn't get full arm extension Right? So it's Because what you when you're thinking arm bar it, You kind of think Yo, the f- arm completely flat Now this wasn't completely flat Right? But it's the way Richie had his legs And the angle Yo, he gets the tap he gets a tap, and it's and it's real kind of like yo, damn, because you it was quick, and yeah, looking at angles, you weren't quite you were like wait, how he get the tap, and it, it, it's not until you watch it again in slow that you're like oh shit that was nice, that was nice, so yeah that was that was good that was fun, then we go to co-main event. And we've got uh, Amanda Lewin, who fought Jessica I last time out. And she's going up against Erin Hurley. Now, Erin Hurley, yo, last night we had Gamebred taking this fight on six days' notice. Hurley, she does her, her own master vow. And she, but she takes this on, I think, like two, two days' notice. So it's just like, yo... <laughs> that's crazy. That that's real crazy, you know what I mean? And um yo, she kept pace. Like she was mad game up in this, you know? It was for fun for sure. Um now Lewin she pulls she pulls guard early, pulls guard early and is attacking from the giddy up. You know, just try, like, she tries, like, this shoulder crank early, but early, you know what I mean, she's, she isn't just, she, you know what I mean, she's not just here to get a paycheck, she's, uh, you know what I mean, she's working, she's trying, and, um, 
yeah, she's keeping moving, she's keeping it moving, um, pulling off escapes, uh, you know, attempting her own attacks, but, you know, it just goes full, it goes to full five, now, I have to point out, Lewin pulls off a real, a real nice reversal halfway through, it, it was a, it was a nice little move, man, but we're into the overtime, right, and, um, Lewin, yeah, she's up first, and she escapes pretty quickly, pretty quickly, right, so, now, um, it's, uh, her turn, and she goes for a spider web, right, and it looked like Hurley was nearly out a few times, really looked like she was out a few times, because, you know, one leg was slightly, uh, it, it wasn't quite in the traditional armbar position, right, she then locked it up, right, so it was kind of like a weird reverse triangle kind of thing, um, so Hurley couldn't just pull out, right, so Lewin's keeping this vice-like lock on it, vice-like lock, so Hurley can't move, and, um, yeah, she's just able, she, she manages to, to turn the position, and then she gets full extension, but, right, and, and this is something Cheryl points out, right, it's not just the fact she gets the full extension, because she's at a different angle, so, to get the tap, she brings her right leg across, which really helps apply that pressure, and boom, she gets a tap, it was, it was a fun fight, it was a fun fight, because, you know, the, the escapes and everything like that, the attacks, it was just, ah, it was slick, it was cool, man, it was real good to watch, because you're just like, yo, nice, and you're thinking, all right, what would I be doing in that position, oh, yeah, 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 I think I could do that, all right, boom, that's something I need to try, so yeah, it's, it's great watching these things, man, so you just need the, uh, you know, everything to open up again, to be able to, um, you know, <laughs> be able to be in a position to do that shit, right, so, you know, again, last night, we had the big headliner, but I would say that this one, um, you know, this is a big one too, because we've got Jones, who's undefeated in nine submission undergrounds, right, and he's going against Fowler, they've already fought in the ADCCs, and, you know, Craig admits he, you know, Fowler had a, a couple of points that weren't called by the judges. So Fowler goes in, does the tournament, and he gets the shot. Gets 10G and the shot at Jones. So yeah, this was good. And straight away, Jones, you know, you know what he does. So he 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 takes the he takes to the ground, and he's just 
trying for the legs, trying for the legs, and he gets in, and Fowler's able to escape, and to be honest, Fowler's not really trying, he's not really trying anything, you know, he's not really trying any attacks or anything like that, not wholeheartedly, you know what I mean, um, so yeah, it goes to the overtime, goes to the overtime, um, and, so, yeah, Craig takes the back, so he goes first, he takes the back, and, you know, he's trying for rear naked, and, you know, he's getting good control, but Fowler's able to escape, I, I think Craig probably got, I don't know, maybe a minute and a half ride time, so we're like, all right, what are we gonna see, how's this gonna go? And so, yeah, Fowler, he's in, right, he's in, uh, he takes the back, and he, he he's pummeling, trying, trying, and we're watching it, and we're like, oh, okay, what's happening, uh, what's gonna happen, and they're rolling, and um, yeah, Fowler's, you know, he's trying, but he can't get under the chin, and so he's across the face a few times, and then the fight gets called, and we're just like, yo, what? There's Craig, obviously, hadn't tapped, hadn't tapped, and the ref called it on a verbal, and, yo, I gotta say, now, right, so, Craig does make a, uh, kind of, he grunts, but it wasn't a, because we've heard people, like, like in pain there's a big difference about a a noise in pain and a just a grunt but yeah that was enough that was enough so it's just like yo what the fuck so this fight it was like when Gaethje beat Ferguson you know Ferguson had been unbeaten for so long Right, so long, and you're just thinking he should get the next crack at Khabib and all of that. But Gaethje, yo, he brings out his best friggin' performance and gets to win. And you know, what I mean, just the fact that yo, Tony lost, damn. And it was kind of like that, you know, what I mean, just like what? How the fuck? No, Craig can't lose like that. What the fuck? What's going on? You know? And... I don't know. I feel... I feel that the ref shouldn't have stopped it. You know? But I don't... Like, who am I? Right? Oh, but I do feel there needs to be a rematch. Because it's 1-1. Right? Now, it's 1-1. So, I feel a rematch is definitely a, a good way to go. But, as I say, Chao afterwards is saying that maybe Vinny, which I am surprised because I thought Vinny's leg was fucked. So, it seems like a quick turnaround for Vinny, but, alright, maybe. But, yeah, I just want to see, I want to see Craig get another shot, you know? I mean, it's fair. I feel this is controversial enough for, yeah. Craig to get that that next shot, 
Yo, what well, was good? Bryce Mitchell. Bryce is gonna be fighting. Um, which yeah, you know that seems only right. But I don't want him to get injured like frigging Cub did. So you know what I mean? It does make me a little nervous. But hey. We, we we do know that the next submission underground, submission underground 17 will be the 30th of August. And people, I for one cannot wait. But this was a, a fun event and a, a great way to end off the weekend of fights. So yeah, there you go. But our next lot of action, Wednesday people. It continues. Okay, people. So, yeah. That's basically episode. There's a little bit of news. Um, So, hey. Firstly, there was a lot of talk about Davison Figueredo. Possibly having COVID. But it seems that he has been cleared to head to Fight Island. So... You know, he'll have the test when he gets there. So, right now, that fight is still on for the 25th. Alright? Um, some other crazy freaking news. Um, uh, well, big news affecting this week's lot of fights. So, Jared Gordon. Man, all of his freaking coaches, his team, test positive for freaking COVID. So, crazy, right? As crazy as it seems. So, Paul Felder is calling the event, um, along with Bisbing and Anik. And, um, yeah, Felder has been given permission to leave the booth and be in Gordon's corner. Along with Dan friggin' Eag. So even though he's headlining it, he's gonna be there for good. You've gotta give that up, man. That's some crazy shit. But yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. You know what I mean? Um, we also, while um, you know the uh, event was going on on Saturday, we had UFC 252. The lineup confirmed. So obviously that's the trilogy match between Stipe and Cormier. But also on that card, the co-main event is Junior Dos Santos against Jozinho Rosenstruck. We've also got the um, Pedro Munez Frankie Edgar fight that has been uh, yeah pushed from 251 to that. So we got that also on the card. Sean O'Malley's fighting Marlon Vera. So that's been a fight that's been talked around for a long ass time. We've also got Mag Magdad Analev against Ian Kutalaba. Felice Herring, the little pool dog, is back after what I think two years out with injury. She's fighting. Viana Jordorea, who was um, the Invicta strawweight champion at one point. Uh, Liviana Souza against Ashley Yoda. And Manuel Cape against Rogerio Bontarine. 
So, uh, yeah, that is a fun card, people. And um, we've also got a fight between Montana De La Rosa and Mariana Moroz scheduled for the 5th of September. So, uh, yeah, that is it, people. And um, we're going to be breaking down uh, the E-Cater card. I don't know. I'm either going to drop that one tomorrow or first thing Wednesday. We'll see... We'll see how everything goes. But uh, yeah, that's Chin Check, people. Catch you uh, on the next one. All right? Peace.